The views and opinions of this podcast are solely those of the creators and do not reflect any streaming service or platform. This podcast contains strong language and contrarian viewpoints that may be objectionable to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Three Geeks in a Microphone podcast. I'm Dean. I'm Art. I'm Russ. And today we're going to be discussing Easter morning memories. What we were doing as kids on Easter morning. So guys, uh, earliest recollections of Easter morning? Um, well, I remember getting really upset one time as a kid because my older siblings which are 15 15 12 and seven years older than me got like this trash can type of thing full of candy and i just had a basket given i was still too young to realize that the candy quantity was the same but to me i thought their their thing was completely full and i was just so upset i was like the easter bunny sucks (laughs) (laughs) Now, here's a question. Did your, obviously, we all know the Easter Bunny's not real, but. He's not? No, sorry. Sorry to break it to you. But Shit. did did your parents hide your Easter basket and you had to find it? No. No, no, but we had eggs hidden. Huh. Yeah. And for years, that was tradition at my house. It wasn't just the eggs. We They would hide the whole basket. And Easter morning, I would have to find it. In fact, my uh, my mom got me t- twice really good one year. One year, she put it in the washing machine. And that was the last place in the world I would look. I mean, I, I hunted for that thing for an, over an hour trying to find it. And then one year, she really got creative, and she put it in the... We had a... The garage was attached to the house. She actually put it in the garage... Two and a half hours of looking, I finally, out of desperation, went into the garage, and there it was, sitting on top of the, on top of my grandma's car. <laughs> Good thing your grandma didn't take off. <laughs> right. <laughs> my candy. Now, actually, that would be fun if I ever have kids. I might do that. Yeah. It, now that I think about it, talking to friends and whatnot, I think, I wonder if it was just like my family that did that, because you guys, you said you never did it, right? We hit no. the basket. Hmm. It's just no, been, just eggs. It's just be one of yeah. my things. So here, in the real crux is okay. In the '80s, what kind of cool shit did you get in your basket other than candy? I only ever got candy. I, my parents weren't overly creative. I guess in 1989, I was in junior high, and. My sister knew I wanted the Snake Eyes version three figure. She managed, she bought it and stuck it in my Easter basket without my parents knowing. <laughs> so I was like, well, of course I didn't believe in the Easter Bunny at that point, but it was it was like cool Snake Eyes. I think I think some of my earliest memories were like, or some of the things that I'd gotten rather were, uh, I think kindergarten year. I got Skeletor. He was actually my first He-Man action figure. I got him in in 
my Easter basket and I got Wheeljack oh, and, oh. and some coloring books along with candy. Okay. You just triggered a memory. Back in like 84, I got a Care Bear in my Easter basket. Fun shine. <laughs> I was like, thanks. <laughs> that might be why I still collect Care Bears. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> but, really? you know, yeah, yeah. That completely, the Skeletor thing. I don't know why Fun Shine Bear and Skeletor connected in my brain, but. I was all excited, and for show and tell, I took Skeletor, and the teacher threw me out of the class. <laughs> oh, I took Funshine Bear to show and tell, too. Weird. Of course. Yeah. Looking back now, I'm surprised I didn't get my ass kicked being a dude bringing in a Care Bear. Well, yeah, see, well, I went to a Lutheran school, and the teacher was three days older than God. And, like, if you picked up your crayon with with your left hand, you got hit. Oh. They'd, no no joke, use a ruler and smack your hands. The devil is the left hand. So this is a good example of reading the room. Walking in there the the Friday after after Easter with Skeletor, like the teacher actually kicked me out of the classroom, made me go down to the principal's office, and they called my parents. Damn. What happened? <laughs> I'm sorry. That just seems so. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> How did that resolve itself? They they. They, they well, here's the thing that the Lutheran Church, or at least around here at the time, was really against like He Man, Thundercats. All, I mean, it was all sorts of things because they felt like like Mumra was calling on the devil. Oh, uh, you know, when he did his transformation, ancient spirits of evil, and and that Skeletor was was a minion of Satan or a representation. You know, if that's the case, and um, <laughs> Satan's really <laughs> kind of a likable guy. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Well, you know, it's funny you say that, because I, I, I think I might have posted this a couple times. I had found, I was doing, maybe we'll do a, an episode on this, but I was doing research on the satanic panic from you know the late 70s, actually it ended early 90s, actually. And I found a YouTube video of one of these marble-headed preachers. The one that can't, can't, couldn't even say the names of the Eternia, right? It might have been. And this guy had the the mustache and the fro. Yeah. And yeah. He, he's going – he takes, like, different shows, and he says how, about them why they're evil. I, I watch this to slap my ass off. But it – it's funny to think that we lived through that. And in fact, uh, now I think about it, I listened to a really interesting podcast about the subject and how it kind of related back to toys and TV shows and whatnot. When I was, I was just doing research just to do it, but I don't think I'd ever met anyone that, well, maybe, no, I have met a few people that their parents were ridiculously strict about stuff like that. But our, your parents weren't, right? You could watch whatever you wanted. To a point. Like, like we weren't allowed to watch, like, because of Thriller and because of uh, what he did at the end of one of his videos, we weren't allowed to watch Michael Jackson videos. 
And it wasn't about his skin color. It was because people thought he was a Satanist because of that thing he does with his eyes. I think it was at the end of uh, Thriller where he turns around and his eyes are all mm-hmm. demonic turned, looking. Yeah, it's the cat thing. Yeah. But even, but even at the beginning of the of the video, he says that uh, there's a disclaimer going, you know, this video doesn't uh, foster a belief in the occult and whatnot. Wasn't he like a Jehovah's Witness? Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say he had the the his own church was upset with it. Uh, and so he was just saying, hey, this is just for entertainment or whatever disclaimer. It was there's a whole whole a whole new world uh, that can unfold. And it's one of the things talking about parents. I had a mom who was very awesome and my dad was very, very, you know, especially after my brother was killed in the accident, became super religious. And so he was like, he man's the devil. He even called like, you know, like music was satanic and all sorts of stuff that, you know, he just went off the deep end and mom was like, Oh, don't be an idiot. So mom was like, here, (laughs) here, have, have, have these Skeletor, have these He-Man, you know, you have Star Wars, you know, of course. But dad was like, Oh, that's devil worship. <laughs> of course, he 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 kind of got out of that, you know. Especially after you know one of his icons, Jimmy Swagger, turned out to be a sex addict. And <laughs> I, I remember Sunday mornings. In fact, Easter mornings, memories watching a lot of religious program and being stuck going to church. It's like I want to stay home and eat my candy. <laughs> See, I, I never had to. My 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 mom was non-religious. My grandmother was Catholic, non-practicing, and it, we just never we never went to church. Once or twice, maybe with like friends of the family when I was really really little. But yeah, I'm I never. Now, truth be told, on Sunday mornings, if I was bored, I'd flip into the stations. I'd watch the preachers just to see. Like there was a, what was the guy's name? He always wore the blue and black robe. He looked like a judge, um, white hair, glasses. And he was always broadcasting from, what was it? The crystal cathedral in California. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know who you were talking about. I can't think of his name. His son or his grandson is still doing it, but they lost, they lost their crystal cathedral. Huh? Well, I would, Watch him and, of course, Jimmy Swagger, because I always thought Jimmy Swagger was funny. Even as a kid, <laughs> he, I thought he was funny. Oh, he, he, looking back at some of that stuff, in fact, I want I've, – I've laughed with a couple of my friends because I'm a Christian. I'm not – you know, just, just anybody listening, I'm not bashing Jesus or anything. But I do have a problem with, like, religious leadership. Anywhere from local churches to uh, the big ones, they just kind of get pretty full of themselves. But – Jimmy Swagger, you bring it up. It is so much fun to watch him as he sits there and gets so passionate, and he's all like, oh, oh, I have sinned against the Lord. Please forgive me. And it's like, and the Oscar goes to Jimmy Swagger in his performance of I'm a sex <laughs> I remember watching that. that. I always thought Jim Baker was more entertaining. Oh, God. Well, well, oh Tammy Faye's wife. I got oh, I spiders on my eyes. Those eyelashes. <laughs> I, 
she was a uh, those two. I mean, I, I, the one image I will always remember of Jim Baker is when he's going out of court after he got nailed and he knew he was going to jail. He didn't get nailed as hard as Jessica Hahn. This is true. This is very true. But uh, and I've seen those photos. <clears throat> but uh, it hasn't when he's when he, they're dragging him out of out of the courtroom in his shirts all in his clothes are all disheveled and his glasses are like part on his face and for whatever reason that image is seared into my head you know they they load him into the car because you know he's going to jail did he he ever yeah he did get out he started uh he started up his thing again didn't he because tammy faye died right yeah i thought they both did maybe not he's still alive let's do a quick google search dude i think he's still practicing yeah, he's 81. He's not dead yet. He's not dead yet. I don't want to go on the cart. Well, then again, you get guys like Creeflo Dollar, who tells his congregation that he's going to die if he doesn't get a Gulfstream G5 jet. And they got it for him. <laughs> oh, I, man, I'd be sitting there. <laughs> I want to see you die. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's, that, that's kind of the same thing that I have... You know, you, you see it all the time. Look at what's that, Joel Olstein? Mm-hmm. That guy's he's a fraud. Just, oh, gosh. He's like, I'm a snake oil salesman. Come worship me. Come buy my Bibles that I wrote myself. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Hey. So, let me ask you, so let me ask you this. Did you guys get... Um, for example, like I, I got toys and whatnot, like slam shifters one year. I got um, a couple of slam shifters that I'm looking to replace. And the, what were they? The the, the key cars? The little cars that were on the, the oh, orange yeah. key? I yeah. had um, I had a police car and another one that I got for Easter. Now, did you guys get stuffed animals for Easter? Oh, my grandma loved to sew. Um, and so she, one year decided, I guess someone made patterns that she found. So she was making like Sesame street characters. Oh, cool. And, and I had like, she gave me a, a big bird. It was about the same size. I was huge, massive stuffed animal. It, it was so tacky looking. It had ping pong balls for eyeballs. It was like made out of polyester, yellow. It didn't look like Big Bird at all. It wasn't feathery. But that thing was awesome for using as like a punching bag. It's like, I hate worlds, you know. <laughs> I hate life. Little five year old beating up on his giant stuffed animal. <laughs> what about you, Art? Do you, ever, do you ever get stuffed animals? Not 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 that I can remember for Easter. I got coloring books. Uh, I mean, we always, our Easter kind of started out where we would go to church, come home, do our Easter egg hunt, get into our Easter baskets. And then we'd go to my grandmother, one or one or both of my grandparents' houses for Easter. We, you know, we do like Easter morning at, at my dad's mom's house. And then we'd go to my mom's parents' house for like late lunch or early dinner or and we got Easter baskets at both places. Okay. So it plus from my parents and I, I don't remember getting 
I remember getting like a lot of coloring books and sunglasses and uh, like I think one year I got like a, uh, Optimus Prime Transformer sunglasses. <laughs> they kind of look like they kind of look like like Jordy's visor. Uh, they were supposed to I, I don't know if they were supposed to look like futuristic or what, but yeah, I mean it was mostly in like sidewalk chalk kind of stuff, uh, like outdoor kind of. I got lawn lawn darts one year. Nice. With the metal tips? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And I think I got like a table tabletop like ping pong set. But but yeah, I don't remember getting any stuffed animals, just lots of coloring books. One year I um, when I found my my basket, my mom had put it in her room. And sitting next to it was this huge, huge stuffed bunny. I don't mean like it looked like the Cadbury Bunny. It looked like he reminded me of like Bugs Bunny, like an anthropomorphic humanized bunny. And when I mean big, this thing, he was bigger than I was. With its ears straight up, this thing had to be three and a half, four feet high. You know, if you put his feet on the ground. He was uh, plaid. He was all plaid with a bow tie. And I had this thing for years and it, he was like bean stuffed, you know what I mean? Like, uh, kind of like a bean bag. And I don't know what happened to that thing, but I had that thing for years. I mean, I even had that thing. I think even into high school, it was buried in the bottom of my closet somewhere. That and I had a tiny. When I was about two, I got a little stuffed bunny. That a little gray bunny, and that thing went with me everywhere. That and Minnie Mouse. Oh, that's right. That, I actually. Used, Oh, sorry, go ahead. Now I think about it, I think it was Easter when I got, I think it was maybe a year, a year, yeah. My grandma had just gotten back from California, and she got me a Minnie Mouse. And it had the rubber face on it, you know, with the, the bow, and for whatever reason, I would chew on her nose. <laughs> I and still, the fetish was born. <laughs> I still have it somewhere, and all of the paint on her nose is gone. I wonder why. <laughs> you sucked that off. Hmm, kind of makes me wonder, was it lead? That would explain a lot. <laughs> Actually, you kind of just jogged a memory for me. One other thing I remember getting, too, and this was probably like 84, 85, was puzzles. Like, like Peanuts Gang puzzles, Transformers, and some other stuff. Hmm. But I think one year I ended up with like two or three puzzles and they were just peanuts, like the peanuts gang. Did you ever put them together or did they sit in the box? I, I actually put them together one at a time. I think I put them by the one peanut, one of the peanuts ones was like a fall one where they were like playing in the leaves or something. And, uh, I think I did that one like four or five times. Thinking back, I mean, Okay, so when did you stop getting Easter baskets? So for us, it went on for a long time because my youngest sister was eight years younger. So uh, probably, I think I stopped getting them, would have been uh, probably my sophomore or junior year in high school. Because my parents tried to keep it going as long as they could for my youngest sister. I'm trying to remember. I think you... I think my mom even though she wouldn't hide it on me anymore. Um, 
she liked getting me any, especially after my grandma, even before my grandma passed, um, they would get me a small Easter basket just to do it. I mean, they would, of course, they wouldn't hide it anymore. But I think that went up until about the point my grandma died. I was already in the service at that point. But it was just something my mom, my mom liked to do. Now, were you guys limited in the amount of candy you could eat? No. In fact, no? I, uh, I ended up getting Easter baskets up until, well, about two years ago when because like your mom, my mom just liked to give them. It wasn't necessarily a basket all the time. Sometimes it'd just be like a little bowl of candy type of thing, but she would always get something for Easter and have it set out for me. <laughs> so, but yeah, when it comes to limited on candy, it was always, um, well, if you eat too much and you get sick, you'll learn your lesson. <laughs> Yeah, I think day of, we were kind of limited a little bit because my mom and dad were pretty adamant. They didn't want us to to overeat like Easter morning because we were going to eat twice, once at, at my dad's mother's house and then once at, at my mom's parents. You know, we were going to have like a big ham fest, basically. But and we were going to get more candy from both our sets of our grandparents. So. See, for, for me, I lived with my mom and my grandma. For us, you know, we'd do Easter morning, you know, kind of lounge around and whatnot, get dressed. And usually around noon, one o'clock, we would go over to my aunt's house for Easter dinner. Every once in a blue moon, we would have it at our house. But usually it was my aunt's because it was a bigger house. So we go over there and use, I don't remember getting baskets per se at my aunt's, but my aunt would usually, my aunt and uncle would usually get me a gift for Easter. Usually it was clothes and then a toy. You know, like you are, we'd sit down, have a huge ham dinner and kind of go home later that night. But, but we didn't go, at least in our family, we didn't go to church. We weren't big on every once in a while, like at my aunt's house, they would do, um, the eggs in an egg hunt, but my aunt would use the plastic eggs and fill it with candy or money and stuff like that. Now, did you guys use real eggs or uh... <laughs> real eggs? <laughs> real eggs, and there's only been once or twice that one egg wasn't ever found until uh... about a month later. <laughs> oh, we found uh... it. <laughs> What's that smell? <laughs> that actually happened to us too. Once parents hid eggs, and we, by counting them, it seemed like we had them all. At the end of uh, my sister and I. My youngest sister wasn't born yet. We thought we had all the eggs. But yeah, like like four or five months later, we were smelling something. Couldn't figure out what it was, where the smell was coming from. And all this time, it was behind like like the door to the garage that went from like our kitchen to the garage. For whatever reason, it must have like fallen out of our basket and like nobody saw it. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. No, coloring eggs. You guys remember the, was it the Pez with the little tablets? Yeah, the Paws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They actually used to have a cartoon, too. Really? I didn't know that. Every year at Easter, like in the early, like early 80s. They had a couple I of them, I think. It. I remember watching it. It was, was and, and you're at that age that it's like animation. I like it. But I 
kind of watched it, uh, a, a clip of it or something on YouTube. It's probably been like 10 years ago. I'm like, this is horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's like watching the Ewoks cartoon now. Ugh. Or the droids, man. The droids cartoon. I fell asleep. I bought the DVD. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Sit through the Dukes of Hazard cartoon sometime. Because like the first oh. half of that cartoon, it was only like one or two seasons. But... Like, the first half of it was Koi and Vance. And there was only, like, I think, well, there was, like, 22 episodes, I think. And, like, 17 of them were Koi and Vance, and the rest of them were Bo and Luke. And there, were, there was no explanation either. They just appeared. Just like, yeah. But, like, like they jumped to General Lee, and suddenly the tires inflate. I mean, it had, like, all kinds yes. of... That's that's how they would jump the General Lee. The tires would inflate, and it would be like a balloon. Bring, bring, right? Or something like that. It's yeah, it was how they landed it. Oh, good lord. <laughs> why didn't they incorporate that on the TV show? It would have made a lot better sense. <laughs> I don't think I've ever... I don't think I've ever seen an episode of that now I think about it. I knew it existed, but I don't think I've ever seen it. That's fixable. Uh, There's actually a lot of them on uh, YouTube. A lot of episodes. Really? I was actually... Yeah, I was actually going to get it, get it the, the DVD set. I'll have to... I'll have to take a look. Hey, by the way, are we going to review cartoons? Why not? Why not? Okay. <laughs> I would just said the same thing. Why not? Okay. I don't know. I, Easter was never a... I mean, it was a big deal. I mean, we would all get together for dinner and whatnot, but I don't have a ton of memories of Easter. I mean, I do have pictures of my... This had to have been... Oh late 70s i'm guessing because i was born in 76 this must have been like 78 79 maybe we were over at my aunt's uh for easter and uh, i had to be no it was no uh, yeah sorry i'm thinking out loud and my aunt had a saint bernard that would follow me especially when i was in like my walker for example i i was given free reign of the house and you know, I have a pile of Cheerios or something, and the dog is following me eating the Cheerios as I as I drop them throughout the house. But I have a picture somewhere of me sitting on the back of the St. Bernard, almost like a horse, because Heidi was probably 300-plus pounds. This dog was just huge. He was a gentle giant. And up until probably I was about three or four my aunt had that dog in fact um when i was an infant my mom told me that like i said that dog was a gentle giant but they had set up a crib over at my aunt's house for me when they would come over because they were over all the time that dog would sleep in front of my crib and if it wasn't my mom my aunt or my grandma walking in that dog would growl it would get aggressive to protect me and I always thought that was kind of weird. And we found that out on Easter. When I, my very first Easter, um, I, I wasn't even quite a year old yet, um, is when the dog started doing that. So, sorry, it's something I remembered. It reminds me of our dog that we had for years. Um, they got it. We got it when I was, well, I think they had it just a month or two before I was born. So I grew up with it and it passed away when I was about 10. So about lifespan of these border collie mix, but. <laughs> my sister uh was going on a 
some kind of camp out or hang out with the family friends. And one of them was the pastor and the dog did not know the pastor. So Sniffy, our dog, the only time he ever bit anybody was this guy because Debbie got in the car with him. <laughs> he just, oh, geez. It was so weird. Yeah, was, you know, of course, it didn't like break the skin, but he really, the dog was really protective of us. So did anyone ever have any like totally standout memories as far as Easter goes? Or I was just going to say, because I know before we started, I was chatting with Art just a little bit. Cadbury eggs. Oh, yeah. They're, they're still one of my favorites. You know, they've, just, gotten, they've gotten smaller over the years. I was just watching a clip of uh, one of these guys that actually a celebrity. I didn't I'm not sure who he is, I, but he had saved a Cadbury egg for some freakish reason and showed it side by side by a new one. And they have gotten smaller. Now, my my like one of my favorites to this day is I love the uh, the Reese eggs and no, I love are... and I love the Cadbury uh, mini eggs with the hard shell. That... Oh, the hard shell. Yeah. And there's like chocolate inside. Mm-hmm. Yep. Those those are always one of my favorites. I like those. Uh, the little mini cream eggs I hated because it was so hard to get the wrapper off of them for what little bit of candy you got. And <laughs> when you get a Cadbury egg, those things always seem to leak the syrup more than the big ones. Mm-hmm. And you know how you have to like dig your fingernail into the dang side of the egg to get that little chunk of aluminum off? <laughs> It's like those little chocolate, like, like, like in one of my Easter baskets, you always got like, like the little, like baggie of cheap chocolate. Yep. And there was always those stupid little chocolate footballs in there. Mm-hmm. And it took you forever to get all the, all the aluminum foil off just to get that little bit of chocolate. But I think one of my favorites was, uh, I always got those, like the, the giant gumdrops. Hmm. I don't think I ever got one of those. What was they, it like? Yeah, you get like 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 my grandmother or somebody would go buy like a bag of of gumdrops, like old fashioned gumdrops, and then she'd put like like a small handful in like like a sandwich bag in each of our Easter baskets. Hmm. You mean like like you're not talking like dots, right? You're talking like the no the, the no, sugar coated like, yeah, yeah old school spiced gumdrops. Oh, I love those spice gumdrops. Oh, I was going to say, they just kind of, because one time, because our family outings uh, as a kid would be elk hunting or deer hunting, and we go across state. So it's like, I'm in Oregon, so I'm here on the east or on the west side, and we go all the way over the east side. So it's like a six-hour drive. And we had this massive tub of spice drops, and it's the only thing that I was munching on the one year, and experiment and all these different things they weren't that great but to this day when i eat spice gumdrops it takes me back to being a kid on that road trip i went there (laughs) we um we had family in pennsylvania and usually once a year in the summer we would drive out to pennsylvania to see like my grandma's sisters and whatnot and grandma would always pack um a cooler full of chips and soda and and I was, I don't, yeah, I guess in some ways I was kind of a weird kid, but so I would, I was always in the back seat, but what I would do sometimes is I'd take my blanket, put it on the floor 
with pillows and I'd lay on the floor of the back seat and sitting there munching on Cheetos, listening to, you know, my headphones while trying to read a book going back to Pennsylvania. It's such a long drive. It was, an, it was at least an eight hour drive. It's the reason I hate Ohio because it's flat and boring. You remember how boring Ohio was coming back or coming back up here, right, Art? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Man, you guys would love driving around Oregon. There's like curves and trees and weird mountains and all sorts of fun stuff to stare at and eat spice drops. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say because we're talking about eggs and I know I brought this up with Art before you had to go run some get something. The chocolate eggs that they actually would put inside a real egg shell, and then they ended up having to discontinue them because of the salmonella issues. I don't remember those. I remember the Kinder Eggs from the 90s that got banned because they were afraid kids were going to choke on them, but no, I don't remember those. Uh, I I had one one time, an interesting gimmick, but it was kind of stupid, too, because it's like, wow, just make us a freaking chocolate egg and be happy with it. Don't make us take off a real eggshell. Art mentioned the little gold footballs. Now, did you guys ever get the gold coins? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Those are another one that was a pain in the ass to take the wrapper off. Yeah. Yeah, especially yeah, yeah. on the edges. And mm-hmm. then you could get, end up cutting your finger sometimes if you didn't, because it was a thicker foil. Right. Yeah, another one. Mike, you, oh, oh, I was, was going to say another one of my candy favorites, too, was the jelly beans. Like the Brock's brand of jelly beans, because they were kind of larger than like like what you see today. Like if if start when Starbur- uh, Starburst has jelly beans out, mm-hmm. or or other companies, they used to make them and they were kind of bigger than they are today. Yeah, they were. And the I rem- I would always get jelly beans. They were never my favorite, but I only liked certain flavors. That's how like I was. The orange, the green, the, the red. White. I like and- the white. The black were disgusting. They were black licorice, but the purple. To this day, to this day when I get black jelly beans, because I'm weird, and it's just kind of fun to gross people out, I'll stick them up my nose. <laughs> oh, and then, and then I just, because, uh, and push just right on the nostril, and they come shooting out. That's, Wow. <laughs> TMI, but it's just one of those things. Is the uh, junior high age male it will never leave me. <laughs> Actually, at uh, Christmas or not Christmas, but Easter, Easter dinner at my grandmother's house, one of my older cousins talked me into stuffing a raisin up my nose, and I did. My dad had to take me to Ready Med, go get it out. <laughs> Dude. Wow. Uh, Oh, that's that's one of the things because uh, I mentioned before, born with a bilateral cleft lip and palate. My sinus passages and everything are so it can be kind of unique. I can stick a Q-tip all the way into my nose, you know. So putting a jelly bean up there isn't such a big deal. But if I pack it in there just right, I can get some good air pressure and I can launch them out. <laughs> so. <laughs> Why is it I can picture you doing this at work? <laughs> Probably because I have. <laughs> so I, I work at a food bank. You, you guys know that, but the listeners. Uh, and we get all sorts of different things. And with COVID and everything, so we have our masks on and we're covered our faces up. 
I've taken a green bean. Of course, I wash it real good before I stick it up my nose. But I stick it up my nose, have the mask over the top of it, and I'm talking seriously to my coworker. And then at a safe distance, I'm like, pull my mask down. I'm like, you were talking to me while I had a bean up my nose. Oh, <laughs> and he just, just look at me like, you are the weirdest person ever. And I'm like, yes. And well, in fact, just, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm rabbit holing here. No, no, no. You're, 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 share this one. Your hidden talents are very interesting. I never had a friend that was able to shove a green bean up their nose. <laughs> it's oh, not I'll, something, I'll not something I've ever thought about. Oh, I'll do a video for you guys later. Oh, but <laughs> so there's this lady that I know in town who has uh, substance abuse issues, and she just is very. She's a very unique person in herself. Are you about to tell us you did a line of like snow peas in front of her? <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, that would. Uh, I I can't remember. I I had stuck a a small carrot up my nose and she just looked at me and she goes, you are the weirdest man I've ever met. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> to have someone like her call me weird is like this supernatural level of accomplishment. Of <laughs> it's like this woman almost ran her bicycle into a parked van before I watched it. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, ha yeah, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Rabbit hole done. The things you learn doing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um <laughs> How the hell do we recover from that? Uh, it's a good question. Easter dinner. <laughs> yeah, let's let's go from Russ shoving beans up his nose to the green beans on the table. Yeah, I'm just gonna yeah. forget all about that raisin incident. <laughs> Now, did you guys have typical Easter fare? You know, like, you know, ham, you know, scalloped potatoes, etc. Or was it normally ham or? You know, yeah, for the most part for us, it was was ham, you know, green bean casserole. Um, you know, there were snack stuff everywhere, like jelly beans and bowls and things like that. Oh, yeah, we had we had a lot of deviled eggs yeah us too us too i love deviled eggs yeah. but and then we're all you know how that dye from those dye kits mm-hmm. kind of go through the shell so all the deviled egg had you know little touches of rainbow colors they were very festive <laughs> looking you know it's kind of like oh well we found them now let's eat them um usually ham sometimes turkey nothing you know potatoes the common stuff the good old marka families have at Easter and Thanksgiving well, type of dinners. Well, you know, oddly, it usually around Christmas and sometimes Easter. Don't ask me why, but my mom and my uncle loved escargot. So every once in a while, my aunt would make, she even had the specialized plates for them. She would make my mom and my uncle snails as a I don't know what you call it, like an appetizer or something for us. A lot of times it was Easter and sometimes Christmas. But, and I, you guys know me, I've, I've, I'll eat, I'll try almost anything. Yeah, I tried yeah. a snail once and I just can't do it. It's just, and I like caviar and I can't do 
the snail. But I sat there watching my mom. She ate a whole tray of these things. I mean, there was a dozen, two dozen. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah. But, yeah, for us, it was just like you, Art. It was, you know, you know the, the spiral cut ham with the, you know, the scallop potatoes and, uh, you know, the vegetables, you know. It, it's probably my favorite part of the day was because di- I knew dinner was always going to be good and we could eat as much as we wanted. So, yeah, one of the uh, one of the early Easter memories that actually just came to mind was um, at our church. We had one of the Sunday school teachers was raised Jewish, but when she got married, she she became Lutheran and uh, she used to like for Sunday school before like the week before Easter would always bring in like Haroset, I think is what they called it. Uh, and, and some other it, like matzah crackers or matzah. Uh, I don't remember what they were called, but there were, it was like pita bread and some, a bunch of unleavened bread and stuff. And basically in Sunday school, we would, we would basically have a Passover meal. Huh? That's interesting. Cause I, Years back, I uh, um, when I was, I had a friend of mine who was he was Jewish, and he invited me twice: once to a Passover dinner with his family, and then once I went to a seder, a seder meal with, uh, you know, the gefilte fish and whatnot, and you know, traditional Jewish. It was good, but it was just something I'd never experienced before. But yeah, I've had the Passover meal. For for years, I never knew what what that what Haroset was actually called. I always called it Jewish peyote. Jewish peyote. <laughs> yeah, it's basic. It's like it's uh, like apples and nuts and things like that, and then with uh, sweet red wine and and some other stuff. Huh. Kind of in a in an applesauce kind of almost consistent consistency. At least that was how she made it, and it was mixed in with was different spices. Hmm. But yeah, for years I couldn't remember what the hell it was called. So I called it Jewish peyote for some reason. <laughs> I'm trying to think, is there any other major memory flood about Easter? Uh, other than the Cadbury commercials with that stupid rabbit. And bark, 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 bark. Yeah, it was, and you know they still bark. run that same commercial. Every yeah, they now do. and then it pops up on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some I'm kind of glad it's, they do. Yeah, it's kind of like that Folgers commercial with the kid coming home from college. You know, it's like it just takes you back to a, a more simple time, even if they are kind of annoying and cheesy. Well, I've, I've mentioned before, I, I watch tons of commercials. Like, I've seen hundreds of hours of commercials. And the one thing I don't see in a lot of these collections, to be honest, are Easter commercials every once in a while i'll get like you know like maybe for like a department store or something they're you know having a sale on you know you know your sunday best for easter but now i think about it i don't see a lot of easter commercials because they didn't really they never they didn't do specials like they did for christmas or halloween did they like the Uh, bugs bunny easter special i think garfield had one but i'm not sure I don't think, you know, it's kind of kind of one of those things where it might be just enough of a a mix of too much religion. Uh, even if you have like the, the pagan side of things with the 
fertile eggs and all that stuff. It's like, what, what are you going to do? Have like, um, you're going to make a cartoon where Garfield tries to save Jesus or, or <laughs> yeah. Smurfs and the Magical Egg? Smurfs and the Magical Egg. Well, you know, w- some, oh, sorry, surprise, go ahead. It wouldn't surprise me. Go ahead, Art. Well, I was going to say, if they bring back those commercials, they need to bring back like candy cigarettes and some other fun stuff, too, while they're at it. But one of the other things I remember, too, from from going to a Lutheran school as a kid was every year at Easter, before Easter, usually around like the Thursday before Good Friday, we we would have to sit and put put together these like little paper. They were like kind of like paperboard dioramas of jesus coming out of out of the tomb you know and it would have like three crosses and and underneath it would or around there somewhere it would say he is risen but it seemed like every year we did those and it didn't matter what grade we were in i remember doing one of those uh i think it was like sunday school or maybe it was like i can't remember but the tomb it was a nice little 3d diorama yeah, <laughs> and you can like roll the t- the little paper stone in front and back of the tomb. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but looking back at it now, they made great GI Joe play sets. I remember <laughs> now, I would have Tomax and Zaymont hiding inside the tomb. <laughs> so Pentor has risen. Uh, I was like, I think one time I was going to have like your little childhood memory and you know how your make believe lands kind of intersect with um, everything. So G.I. Joe was going to go save Jesus, but Tomax (laughs) and Zaymont were when they're waiting to surprise them. <laughs> what a, I haven't thought of that in <laughs> so many years. <laughs> I'm sorry. Man, if I'd gotten you caught just... doing that, man, I'd have been in all kinds of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just triggered a memory I've not had, you know, thought about in so long. Was, I'd have been standing oh, in man. the corner with my nose in the corner and. <laughs> <laughs> No wonder it's empty. They've kidnapped him. Where is he? Where is he? You're beating one. The other one's feeling it. We'll never tell. <laughs> Covert commander's hanging out with Jesus. <laughs> yes, Christ. We will rule the world together. Come with me, Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, Okay, cool, man. <laughs> Rise, the... my soldiers from the dead. <laughs> my God. Well, on that note, <laughs> we're going to hell for this one. Sweet. Oh, dude, I'm on the express elevator. All right, I'll save you guys a seat. Um, Is there anything else you want to add? No, I think we're going to burn enough for that one. <laughs> All right, to, to our listeners out there, if you celebrate Happy Easter, and not sure when this episode's coming out, but Happy Easter anyhow. And anything else, guys? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. All right, and thank you everyone for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. <laughs>
Oh my god.